0: Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. What is heaven like? I'm sure many of us, at some point in time in our life, have asked that question. Maybe after we attended a funeral, maybe after we watched a movie, or just looking up at the sky and the clouds. Now, when we think about heaven, what are the first images that come to our mind? Images of God, angels, saints, maybe relatives that have gone before us, or maybe just the image of paradise. Well, in today's gospel, Jesus gives us his own image of what heaven looks like for us. He compares it to his father's house. Now, As always, in these scripture passages on weekends, in order for us to really understand it, we have to understand the whole context in which it is set in. Right now, Jesus is with his apostles. It's the time of the Last Supper. Jesus now is preparing the apostles for his impending death. Notice what he says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. Jesus, he wants to protect the apostles from despair when seeing him dead on the cross. Furthermore, he wants to protect them from discouragement when persecution comes their way, and it will. Now we know, we trust and we believe only the peace of God that surpasses our understanding can calm all the anxieties that we have about our death. And see, Jesus is trying to reassure the apostles and us that our death is something that we shouldn't be afraid of. Instead, our death is a doorway to eternal life with God. Next, Jesus says, In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. Well, here he's referring to heaven. Next, Jesus says, I will go and prepare a place for you. Well, the implication here is, Jesus has prepared a place for all of us in heaven, all who have believed and have kept the faith throughout our lives. Next, he says, I will come back again and take you there myself, so that where I am, you may also be. Where I am going, you may know the way. And so, at the appointed time, for all of us, when we are ready to leave this world and go to the next world, the world we're all tending to, heaven, Jesus comes back to take us. He doesn't send an angel. He doesn't send a saint or even one of our relatives that passed before us. Jesus himself, he comes for us personally. Why? Because he knows the way and he wants to make sure that we arrive in heaven safely. So what must we do? Always keep our focus on the ultimate goal which is heaven. St. John Chrysostom once said, We are resident aliens in this world. Therefore, we must keep our heart, our mind, our will, and our intellect fixated on the goal, which is heaven. Now, what does he mean by we are resident aliens? Well, our true citizenship doesn't belong in this world. Our true homeland is in heaven the world we are all tending to. Now, don't make the mistake of saying, okay, I understand, I get it. I'm going to be fixated on heaven. Therefore, I'm going to forget or divest myself away from the world. On the contrary, just the opposite. We have to engage the world with a deep passion. Just look at the lives of the saints. You know, they're constantly, yes, fixated on the goal of heaven. And yet that motivated them to engage the world, whether it was by caring for the poor, the destitute, the homeless, like Mother Teresa did, or providing education for the Native Americans and the African Americans here in the United States, which St. Catherine Drexel did, or whether it was uniting a divided church with St. Catherine Siena did. See, the saints engaged the world with a passion, and that's what made them who they are. Well, we must do the same. Now, in Vatican II, it produced many great documents about our church. One of them is called Gaudium et Spes. Essentially, it's the constitution of our church. And it specifically says, The duty for all Catholics to engage the world and bring God to all people. Well, Jesus is commanding us in the last part of this gospel passage for today. When he says, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do. And so, yes, we must engage the world while also keeping our eyes fixated on the goal. Now, you may say to yourself, well, it seems like they're mutually exclusive. How can we do both? It seems like a difficult balance. Well, on the contrary, I would argue they both build upon each other. Give you a good analogy. Take a full moon. At night, we look up at the sky and we see the moon completely lit up. It's giving up so much light. Now, the light radiating from that bright moon is one in which we can walk with relative safety. We see enough through the light. We see the trees and the rocks. We see the path that we can walk. Now, we know the moon isn't producing that light. The moon is essentially a dead planet. It's nothing more than a rock. And yet it's radiating this beautiful light. Well, we all know it's the light of the sun hitting the moon and then the moon reflecting that sun from the light down to earth. Stay with that image. Apply it to us in the spiritual life, especially in what Jesus is trying to teach us today in the gospel. So yes, we keep our eyes, our heart, our will, and our intellect always fixated on the goal. Because we know where our true citizenship lies. It lies in heaven. And yet we can't forget the duty, the great commission that Jesus gives us. Do the works that I do. Now, he's basically referring to the works of faith. So you may say to yourself, okay, what were the works of faith that Jesus did? Well, first is prayer. If you look at the day in the life of Jesus Christ, the very first thing he did is he would get up early in the morning, go to a deserted place, and pray to the Father. And so prayer was an important part of his daily life. After he prayed, then he would go about his work. More to it, Jesus was offering always right praise and right worship to God the Father in the synagogue. Well, we have to do the same. When Jesus says, do the works that I do, We, too, must be people of prayer ourselves, like Christ. Pray every day, maybe several times a day, and not just for ourselves, but for others. More to it, we, like Jesus, we offer right praise and right worship to God every Saturday or Sunday as we recognize how important it is to come to Mass. Another way that we do the works that Jesus did through an act of stewardship. You know, just about three or four years ago, our parish has adopted the theme of belong, believe, and become. Recognize that if we embrace stewardship, we become the person that God intended or created us to be. Well, look at Jesus' life. He was constantly giving himself away, whether it was preaching, teaching, healing. Ultimately, he was giving himself away at the time of the Last Supper, Literally, he is giving himself to his apostles, his body in his blood. And we do, we continue to do that every time we come to Mass. Every time we come to Mass, Jesus, he gives himself away in the Eucharist. That's why we come up and we receive the body of Christ, which is Jesus' true body. And we take it in ourselves. Every time we celebrate Mass, we celebrate Jesus constantly giving himself away. Ultimately, it led to Jesus dying on the cross, giving himself truly away so that we may have eternal life. Well, again, we must imitate that if we are to do the works of Christ. We have to essentially come to Mass and come to prayer every day and give ourselves away back to God. By doing what? Sharing our prayers prosperity, our skills and abilities, for the benefit of our parishes, so that our parishes grow stronger in faith. And we truly demonstrate that we, just like Jesus, have a generous heart and we give ourselves back to God. Another way we do the works that Jesus did, we live a virtuous life. Look at the virtues, patience, prudence, charity, forgiveness, kindness, Jesus embodied all those virtues. Therefore, we must live out the virtues ourselves. See, these are just a few ways when we follow Jesus' command, do the works that I do. See, when that happens, then we, in some ways, are like the moon. We radiate the presence of God to others in this world, especially people who feel furthest away from God's presence. More to it, we remind those people that we come into contact with of the goal, which is heaven. Our true citizenship resides in heaven, not in this world. Therefore, we stay fixated on that goal. And yet, at the same time, it motivates us to engage the world and to live out Jesus' command for us. Do the works that I do. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ Rest upon you always.